0: Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. And That's What You Really Missed with Jenna
2: and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Welcome back. We're here for another episode of And That's What You Really Missed. And we have a wonderful, awesome, really cool guest today.
2: An Emmy winner. If you will,
0: Mr. Robert Ulrich, the Glee casting director himself, extraordinaire. He cast Glee. He cast the Glee project. He was on the Glee project, and then he cast a million shows after that. Worked uh, very closely with Ryan Murphy on many other shows, and we learned so much. And he was he he gave away a lot of secrets. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I and I feel like talking to him. Provided a lot of flashbacks for us for our auditions and whatnot.
0: Yeah, it takes me back to that place. True. Yeah,
2: totally. And it's, I also feel like um, the casting director's perspective is one that's not necessarily heard as much. You hear all of our versions of the audition stories over and over and over. Um, it's very enlightening to hear um, his perspective of the entire experience.
0: I was also going to say during the interview, um, I'm really grateful that he has such fond memories of the show as well it just goes to show again what we're doing on this podcast is like all the joy that was surrounded and all the good people that we were surrounded by and that were like lifting us up and supporting us through it all you know Mm -hmm. it's like again and just another testimonial to like the wonderful things that did for people so
2: yeah it was all very it all felt very joyous and very celebratory and we got to spend a lot of time with him because he was always included
0: he seems really grateful he's just a really good guy and um hollywood is lucky to have casting directors like him so exactly Um, let's get to it yeah
2: yep enjoy our conversation with the glee casting director robert Orick. um robert Ulrich, the one and only, the, the the god of us, basically, the reason for our existence. Casting
0: director, producer, yeah. uh the one we owe it all to. Hello. Yeah,
2: has, has cast like, you know, over a billion shows, just I don't know how you have time to do anything.
3: That I have. I, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome.
3: I don't. Luckily I'm still working. That's the good that's the good news.
0: Yeah, so many shows after Glee. Was oh, yeah. Lee like your big yeah. Show.
3: For, for sure. Glee mm-hmm. was. Yes. I mean, I'd done, um, I'd done Battlestar Galactica, which had its own cult following. Totally. Too, yeah. And, uh, with my business partner, Eric, and then I had done, um, Oh, when I did a show called dark angel and it was not long after Titanic. And I, I remember hearing it was in development and I loved Titanic. I'm like, Oh, I'll never get that. And then I got a call and I interviewed and I got it. So, um, I'd done those things. Those were kind of the big things, but nothing like Glee. I mean, Glee, Mm. you know, Glee was a global phenomenon, really, you know. Yeah. So it it helped me tremendously. And um, yeah, so that Glee was a great thing. Glee is a highlight of my life for sure.
2: Had you worked with Ryan before?
3: Oh, yeah. We'd worked with Ryan from the beginning, um, but I hadn't much. Um, Mm -hmm. We did Popular and we did NipTuck. Of course. We'd already been up for an Emmy for Nip Tuck when, when, you know, when Glee came around um, and my business partner, Ryan offered it to, cause I I'd been in one casting session for Nip Tuck and, uh, and it's and a test network test situation when Eric was out of town for, for popular, mm. but I really didn't know Ryan at all. So Ryan offered it to Eric and Eric came to me a few days later and he said, Robert, would you be interested? I know you're into musicals and stuff. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so, um, I, so Eric was on at the very beginning for like two weeks and then, uh, it just wasn't his thing, you know, yeah. and, but it took me a while to earn, to earn Ryan's trust for sure. I sure. mean, it was like, it was crazy. Cause I just think he thought, you know, I don't know what he thought, but I, but anyway, it took, it took a while, but during the, um, by the end of the whole pilot casting situation, then I had definitely gotten distressed. And...
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you sort of nailed it. You know? You know?
0: <laughs> what was your initial reaction before you had even taken on the casting? Like, you know... Oh, when did... I just read the Yeah, pilot. yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. And I remember thinking, I can't imagine they'll be able to do this. And then the <laughs> fact that you guys did it Week after week is and it just got more and more and more elaborate. You know, that was my first thing was I don't know how this will ever come off, you know. Right. And um that was probably and just that I thought it was really good. The first time I saw it, Ryan had Eric and I over to it, we'd watched it like on a computer, it was the editing bay or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was just blown away and mm. cried. And I knew that I knew it was special, but you know, who knew? Right. Who knew? You know. Yeah. And then I remember they had a party for the episode, which episode was it? Where it was, um, shoot, what was the song? It was, it might've been, was it the second episode? Oh, push, was push, it Push, push it? it? Yes, yes, was that the second episode? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there was a uh, screening party somewhere, I remember. Mm-hmm. It, mm. um, and with like, uh, you know, popcorn and, and all kinds of- Oh yeah, of, yeah. Yes. It was like a high school, was that a high school maybe? Yeah. Santa
0: Monica High School, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah.
3: that's right. Um, and then I just knew that it, you know, it was just so amazing, and mm. yeah, I was obsessed. I used to get the dailies oh. when they were on uh, DVD. I still have all these.
0: Wow, you were very special watched. to get dailies. We all wanted the dailies, but we never
3: got them. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It was let me tell you, it was hard to get. Them. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, don't know if, I don't know if anybody even knew. I'm sure. I always kind of finagle my way in and, and get those things. I don't think. I don't know. If, anybody knew I was watching them. <laughs> I was so excited because I'd you know be able to see this stuff that was happening even before the show was cut you right know? right yeah. and um I was so into it. yeah.
2: what is it like on your end, you know, because we're only privy to very much our side of when you yeah, go yeah. audition for something and you go into room and you have all those thoughts into mm-hmm. your head on your side of things, like during the initial casting of this casting the pilot, especially what because this was such a unique and different show and like you said no one thought it'd be able to be pulled off mm-hmm. what were your i don't know what were you looking for i guess in terms of like Initially. i i bombed my initial audition oh you did not
3: That's and somehow
2: <laughs> but somehow you from were the, like yeah we'll the man see himself, you in 2 Kevin. days you can't yeah, say no, that anymore that. now yeah but uh, see from my <laughs> perspective i was like mm, yeah. i bombed it yeah. but yeah, like when you're going in and you're looking for all of these intentionally different you know outcast type characters Mm. are are you seeing people you're not normally seeing like what what was that like for you
3: well ryan was you know ryan is incredible in 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 obviously a million ways but one of the ways is that he knows exactly what he wants and so he's very specific and you know what you're looking for but at the same time he's completely open to (laughs) something new you know
2: like the Chris so, Colfer of it all you know like that was Chris unexpected. Cooper, exactly
3: exactly mm-hmm. so um so what I did uh know though was that he wanted real kids I mean he said I, I want this to I want everybody to seem really real like you know uh, real high yeah. school students so that was kind of my um my th- thought when I went into the casting and that you know he didn't want it to come off um at all uh fake and obviously everybody had to sing um so i had i had done a um because at that point you know now there's so many musicals there wasn't you know there wasn't there weren't tv musicals right right so i had figured out a system that that worked and continued to work the whole time um on a pilot that i was involved with a couple years before called rhapsody which was an NBC pilot it was amazing it was um Every season was going to be a different artist. And the first season was Elton John. And so it was all his library music. And it was very kind of dark, like a Romeo and Juliet kind of sexy, dark uh, thing that took place a little bit in the future in the the aerospace. It was very interesting, very good. Anyway, we got all the way to the going to the network test and then uh, they pulled the plug. I think it was just, you know, so hard for anybody to wrap their head around. Sure. Mm -hmm. Orion to... (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: but it was really good. But during that, I had um, kind of had this system where I'd had people come and sing a couple songs to me in the office, like you did, Kevin, just right across the desk from me, if I remember. Yeah.
2: Yep. Exactly.
3: And um, and then uh, and then we would go to the producers, and I'd have a pianist because I always felt, from my musical theater background, that that. Good singers are better with a pianist, and and people that aren't as good are helped tremendously by by accompaniment, you know. Mm. But that was around American Idol, where everything was just people just singing a cappella. But um, anyway, so I had a piano player, and he, I, I. For whatever reason, I didn't think it was working. And so I investigated and somehow I got Brad Ellis. Mm-hmm. Oh for that my passion. gosh. Yep. And so when this came around, I thought of Brad, you know, we, I did exactly the same thing and we would, I'd get the collection of the people and we'd go over to, um to the studio and Ryan and Ian and everybody that was there. And, um and that's how we, we did it. So it all, it seemed to just work out great you know that the way that it worked and we did that for the whole show you know wow. i mean as it went along people sang acapella for the guest spots because obviously they did in our little teeny, <laughs> teeny space in my office it's crazy we had people like flipping and and doing everything in that little room now that i think about it, it's so bizarre crazy and we also we would um because we cast the initial warblers you know mm-hmm. and so we we um Alana, who worked with me, I don't know if you guys know Alana. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. um, she and Rory, who worked with me, yeah. and Rory ended up on Glee as bad girl singer. <laughs> <That was her laughs> bad girl um, we they they would figure out this little dance routine, and um, and they would teach it. And we I have videos still where people would be lined up and down the hallway. They'd be in our, It was crazy doing that. Silly little routine. And that's what we'd send to Ryan. And that's how people got cast. You know. So
0: somebody did have to dance for their audition after all.
3: They did. You know, it's <laughs> funny because I always hear that they danced for the initials, initial auditions and nobody did. No, but no.
0: None they, of us would have been cast. The show
3: went on. Everybody danced uh, for all the guest spots. Wow. <laughs> Once they realized they made like they Ryan made During the pilot, they made a
0: real mistake <laughs> oh. not having any of us dance. No,
3: no. I think I just started doing it. I don't even know. Ryan was so great about... Letting me, I mean, we only went to studio, I think, after you guys one time, I believe, and that was when Cord was cast. Mm-hmm. Because even Darren was just cast off of a tape, you know.
0: Wow. Wild. Wow, wow, and wild. nobody
3: And Diana was cast like the night before you started shooting. Yep. No one That's saw her right. until she showed yep. up. So.
2: I remember that.
0: I <laughs> what a wild and you kooky um, casting experience for everybody.
3: I know it was. Ugly was the most wild. And, you know, and a lot of times the stuff that was being asked, because wasn't there like a circus episode or something where people had, I know there was <laughs> <I'm> something, <sure. laughs> somebody had some kind of, and so we had people doing all these like circus skills in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh there were, there were times when people needed that. Yeah. Yeah, there was crazy. And then there was, yeah, there was all kinds of bizarre stuff that you, on no other show before <laughs> since have I ever been involved with, you know.
0: Now you're but just Kevin, you're prepped and ready to go for anything that comes. Oh in. yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs>
3: and I've, I've done it since with Zoe. And right, of course, another musical stuff. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Of Kevin, course. your audition was great. And I always I always hear you tell that, and you sing "Let It Be." Is not that- yep. I remember all this stuff.
2: Um, that's wild. Wow. Like
3: it was yesterday because it was so fun for me. Mm. Yeah, everything is so vivid to me still. You know, mm-hmm. um, I remember when Naya auditioned we were in a rush and we had, cause I think that role got written in later and, and she, literally we stood and I just said, sing something, sing something. Cause her look was so great. And, everything. and she sang just kind of standing across from me before she went over to, to sing for everybody. It was just crazy. Wow.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow, yeah. wow. 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 Yeah. But you knew, you still saw something in all of us. And right. you like- oh yeah. Oh no,
3: no, no. I, for sure. I mean, for sure. And even though, Jenna came from New York. She used to went through the whole process here, and yeah, yeah, and we're up against people here, and yes. that's always. I'm so glad that that um, doesn't exist anymore, and I don't think that it will ever come back. I hope where people go into the network room and the studio. Room. <laughs> At least there, it was the same room.
0: Yes, I mean, right. So, Mostly,
3: you have to go to a different location, and right.
0: Yeah, it's changed so much now. You'll never so sit much. in that so big much, room with
3: uh, suits anymore. Healthier. You know, mm. it was just so weird. Yeah. Have you sitting in a room with your competitors, signing your life away for five years? I mean, it was just a terrible system. Right. But we did at least with Glee, it was um there was a piano in the room. So it kind of made it like a party, and you know? it was different than than most network tests which are just hideous you know yeah <laughs>
2: and having brad like brad was the pianist through all of it i, I was lucky yeah. enough yeah, to be in lovely. la the whole time so yeah. i yeah i got him for three out of the four auditions right
3: yeah all except for the one with me
2: yep exactly and yeah. and also you know there's something really i think anybody that meets you you're like incredibly warm and encouraging to people and so you and Ryan, during those like studio and network tests, also made a point to make everybody feel good, comfortable, because it is a re- if you haven't been through it,
0: such a pressure cooker.
2: It's a, oh. yeah, it's an awful, awful experience. <laughs> awful, awful.
3: Horrible, horrible. It's it was just so archaic, and it happened for so many years. Everybody just thought that it's what it the way it should be, and it right. and when, and every time you, I think about it, it's just so crazy too, because you're you're asked to perform for this room full of people. And and yet, when you're on camera, it's going to be like this. Exactly. But it became kind of performative. I mean, it was yes, just all the way around.
2: It's yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah, it, it turned into you need to know how to audition, but that's not necessarily the same yeah. skill as acting
3: on a no, TV show sure. or in a film. Right. You no, know, and there are people that were great auditioners and people that were terrible auditioners. And, right. Right. You know, it had nothing to do with actually the the, the talent skill. of getting the you know the job and doing it on the show. But
0: that's right. Yeah, I, I think we have a lot of listeners probably that are pursuing this as a career, young mm-hmm. young adults. And I I'm know sure. they hear it over and over again, but I'm sure hearing it from you, like, you want them to be the oh, person. You do.
3: I mean, it, it only, I mean, even just from a very selfish standpoint, it just makes my job easier mm-hmm. if, if people are good and right, you know, and a lot of it's being right too, but- mm-hmm. um, Right, exactly. Uh, But yes, and it just, yeah, I I always wanted everybody to be their best, you know, Mm -hmm. always, you know, from the, and, and luckily, I mean, maybe because I was an actor and married to, to an actress, actor, now it's an actor. um, (laughs) uh, It, you know, I had, I have incredible empathy for, for the um, art, because it's terrible. And trying to get a job is just, the hardest thing in the world we ask you to come in and be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. and half the time you're in in the past you're in a waiting room for three hours and you have to come in and you know it's just it's a crazy system but unfortunately it's the only system that there is you know that's
0: right that's right how is it
2: now nowadays for you because the system is so different so Mm -hmm. i mean before and the people who aren't in this business um now as actors we all sort of tape ourselves at home and send in tapes. How I mean the thing is I pr- personally prefer that because I'm a ball of nerves and I hate auditioning. However, the times that I've done the best in these things are like when I was with you where you, where you are able to have the mm-hmm. personal connection and maybe you can see through the you know the the nerves and all that to something that even maybe I don't necessarily recognize in myself. Yeah. How is that that shift been for you in terms of your work
3: well initially i was very opposed to it because i love people and i love Mm -hmm. my favorite part of my job really was meeting the people meeting you know and um and so i mean i was never i've never been somebody who's enjoyed the negotiating side of any of that it's just not my favorite part but um but i was super opposed to it and uh, and I thought it, you could never do chemistry readings unless you were in the room and all that. I think that there's, I've, you know, and I, and I loved going to my office and everything in my office. We gave up our office. We held on to it for a year. And oh, then wow. it's oh, so no. sad. You know? oh, like, it it's sad. Gone. Yeah. It's really sad. That was a lifetime of, of um, Oh my goodness! I think about oh.
2: it every time I go past. I didn't know. That I know that's that's me too. That's me crazy. Too. Wow.
3: And the four and 20 next to it where we had every day that's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, wow. It's, but anyway, so I, am. Um, I was very sad about it, but I think that overall it is better. I mean, the only thing you miss is, which is a big thing, is the personal connection and the getting to know the casting director and the producers that, Mm -hmm. and you also miss when you're auditioning. It's now a, uh, a job about, Making a choice that happens to be the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you don't have the cast director that, or anybody saying, oh, no, that's not what they want. Do it this way. Yeah. So you just have to make a choice and hope that, you know. Yeah. So that's the big negative. But I think that the positive is so much because for anybody that's the least bit nervous, mm. that gets wiped out. Also, you can do it a hundred times until you're happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a business about, like I said, being. Right. Being um, close up and everybody's, you know, so all that I think is, is so I think overall it's better. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know when it'll ever get back to the other way. Cause I don't even know a castor. I mean, I'm sure there are many castors that have kept their own offices, but I don't, I know so many that have given up their offices, you know? Yeah.
0: Why, why waste the money when you're not using yeah. it? It's sitting there vacant, you know?
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. It's It's interesting because like you said, for me, taping gets rid of the nerves for me but i also take direction really well in the room and i know that casting directors notice that so for me it's like making the shifts is where i really thrive (laughs) and not to be able to not be able to do that and have any direction it really does you know it isn't beneficial in many ways
2: Jenna, the weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees.
0: Yes, it is. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more.
2: And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands.
0: By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us.
2: And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that.
0: I just got the silk skirt and then I also got the um, 100% organic cotton striped sweater. It's great quality for that price. I literally shop here all the time now because it is just undeniable
2: get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com
0: slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash really let's talk about something we can all relate to Hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of her day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes. And my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Can we talk about the glee project? Sure. Um tell us about how Ryan came to you with the project and what he said to you and and what that experience was like for you because we only yeah. we were so busy working on the actual yeah. show like we only got little tastes of it.
3: Yeah. The um the the glee project along with glee was the highlight of my professional life for sure. I mean, it was amazing. Um the I Ryan told me we were there was a party at the chateau mama for some there were so many parties always that's (laughs) that's the other thing is as a casting director you never or rarely meet the cast and Hmm. i had never been included in anything or had so many parties i mean so i there was just (laughs) we were always
2: all together and you guys came to set
0: a lot which was was really
3: always something
2: yeah anyway
3: so i was there and ryan came up to me and he said I have something Monday I'm gonna tell you that's gonna make you you're gonna be very excited. <laughs> so I'm like, can you tell me now? Yeah, I dangle said, the no. carrot, right? always do that. I'll tell you Monday. <laughs> so never heard anything. Didn't hear anything Monday, didn't hear anything Tuesday, didn't hear. And a couple weeks later, Dante called me and said that there was gonna be this reality show, and um, could I start looking for people, you know? So they had, so initially it was on MySpace. And, wow. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, on Myspace. Oh, and boy. They, and they they provided initially offices at 20th, and I had six people I could bring, and we divided it by uh, alphabet, and we'd watch tapes from morning till night, and, wow. um, and then at the end of the night, they'd show me all their selections, you know, whatever. And so that's how it started, and we did that, and then we got a call from Dante that Ryan needed a um, needed to see a bunch of people the next day or something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we haven't, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we stayed up till six 30 in the morning. I remember Ooh. distinctly we were leaving 20th where all the sun was coming up and, and then wow. we never showed it at that point. Then the whole thing went away and was, was completely gone. Mm. And months later came back and then they had, um, the people from uh not from oxygen but the main producers mm-hmm. come talk to me and they said could I develop some kind of a system for auditioning for that and And they said we're gonna see you know we saw 100,000 people I mean that's what's crazy So what? they, you know oh yeah we saw 50,000 per season and oh. that is the honest to God truth and so you know i would never been in a situation like that you wow. know that and, is um, crazy it was insane and damien samuel and alex newell were all people that we had seen at 20th century fox in that little room mm-hmm. um, and so i remembered them and brought them back into the you know to audition
0: now
3: maybe we use their i don't know because it was it wasn't on MySpace space anymore
0: right. yeah
3: and then i had a team and i mean it was it was amazing and then when we um they hired a reality uh company that would set up the open calls and i did open calls and at that time they i swear to god they were like american idol mm. I went to chicago people had camped out the night before in the snow the first person that came in was a pregnant woman she started singing had to be rushed to the hospital that is the truth i mean people have been all night you know
2: how did and, we not um, know any of this was going on yeah
3: that's oh crazy. it was it was crazy crazy and oh, and god. the first season we just went to two cities chicago and fort worth the next year we went to new york Wow, um, Chicago and Nashville. Wow, these it was- open calls were giant. So between the open calls and the online submissions, because mm-hmm. we had an online thing, mm-hmm. and the in-office auditions, that's how we came up with the people. And and when we got back from the open calls, um, it was I narrowed it down, and Alex uh, Newman, and um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I had Joe McQuillan then, and Alana, and there were a bunch of we narrowed it down to 500 people from, from 50,000. Oh and those 500 we put on the walls of my office, the pictures are crazy. It covered my entire office. Oh my in gosh. Categories, you know, mm. because I really wanted it to be diverse and in, in, in every way, you know, Yeah. especially the second season. Um, And so uh, from that, we narrowed it down to 80 and those 80 from 50,000, Came to Long Beach. They flew them from all over the country and they did like a boot camp with Zach and Nikki Anders, who was the, the mm-hmm. vocal coach. Yep.
0: I remember that.
3: And we narrowed that down to 30 people and those 30 sang for Ryan. And then, wow, over the first season, 14 the next season. But wow. I didn't really know. And this is also the truth. I did not know until I showed up the first day there that I was on camera. <laughs> I had, I mean, I didn't. I had no idea. I'm like, what? And they're saying, you're going to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I was a, in those days, I was a terrible public speaker. I was so nervous. I mean, I was a mess. And Maybe
2: it's better you didn't know then. It probably is better.
3: <laughs> and Darren was, Darren was the first uh, mentor. And because I kind of knew Darren, mm. he made me very, very relaxed. Mm. And good. Um, He's good at that. And, and. <laughs> And I just, then after the first day, I was like, oh, I got this, you know? And then I, then I really enjoyed it. And it was my, um, I've never had any regrets at all. And that's the honest truth about giving up my acting career. Mm -hmm. I was not a good actor. I was a, I was a good classroom actor, but I was terrible. Mm -hmm. at And I had no regrets and I lived vicariously through my wife, um, (laughs) but I was able to live out any bit of that that remained, you know, on the Glee project for mm-hmm. sure. Right.
0: Right. And, um, that's and great.
3: so that's, yeah, but I didn't know I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then I was, I, they were, they were, five day shoots, which is a lot for a reality show.
0: Yeah.
3: But because of the, they had the video and all the music and all that. And I worked for the five days. Wow. It was crazy. And at that point, um, Somewhere in there, the new normal was happening, and Uh, I did some lists for it because at that point, Brian had only used our company the whole time. And I got a call from him saying that Dana Walden said that I couldn't do it, that I was talent now, and I had to just, and I was like, Yes, that's good. All I had to do was Glee and Supernatural, and 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 yeah, that was good. So.
0: Wow, 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 wow! I mean, I'm sure that kept you busy for <laughs> enough. Oh. <laughs>
3: yeah, I used to come home and um, at night, and I'd be, you know, and I'd get in bed, and it'd be like three in the morning, and the phone would ring, and it'd be Zach, and I'd get my <laughs> son, here and my son was at college, and Kim would go, you know go talk to your boyfriend, go talk, you know. <laughs> and so, and Zach and I talked every single night at, uh, during the Glee Project, every night. yeah. You know, oh, Zach is best.
0: amazing, truly. He's what a best. force, and never complained and did so much. No, He's
3: he's incredible. Really? Has he been on your show? No, not, not
2: yet.
0: yet. We're going to have him on.
2: We're going to have yeah. it'll be a team effort to get he's him on. He's
0: also so busy. Oh. He's still so busy. He's always yeah, busy.
2: He's <laughs>
3: tried to get together countless times. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's wonderful. He's
2: one of the, I feel like, the Publicly unsung yeah, heroes of show, yeah. making oh. sure that show stayed on and working for as long as it did.
3: Yeah, oh for sure. The fact that he never got an Emmy nomination, I can't. Oh, I, I, it was, I. It's. I mean, it's yeah. so crazy because he he took um, complete non dancers and then Harry Shum and Heather. Yeah. And made it look cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, you know, several number, many numbers by the end, an episode of every style. I mean, he was a genius, I think. True. Yeah. And obviously, Brooke is incredible too. Yes. And I know Mandy Moore came on for a while. I worked with Mandy on Zoe's Extraordinary. Right. Yeah. Um, um,
1: good crew wonderful.
3: of people. Good. It was crew a good crew. Yeah. I, mean, I was, mean,
2: speaking of Emmys, you won an Emmy. I did.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> 2011, right?
3: Uh, it was the second season. Yeah. yeah yeah wow. i i am um, yeah i've been up for eight movies, have to say. that's these <laughs> but so, wow. but the only reason i say that is not from a conceited standpoint from a standpoint you sit through that show it, it, and in those days it was one night now it's two nights and it yeah. was four and a half hours so we were all, oh my gosh and to lose we were either the first <laughs> award or the last award every oh, time oh no and you're just like oh I mean it's wonderful, wonderful to be nominated. And I hope I am again, but <laughs> but it was um that but yes, so the first season I actually thought I was gonna win because they had Jane Lynch presenting our award and um and I just I don't know, I just cause it because it was this whole show of discovery, you know. Mm-hmm. Thought that um that I would probably win Modern Family, which was incredible, and he's the genius mm-hmm. cast director and it won. But so the second season, I didn't think I would, you know, and, and, um, and then we did, and it was, and my wife and Eric and his wife to show how excited we were when we won. Neither of us could remember who presented the award. I mean, we just <laughs> we went, and the one person full I blackout, watched, yeah, full blackout, forgot to think was Ryan, and luckily people were screaming from the audience, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I was the most excited I've ever been. It was real deserved yeah very, very, uh, very no, I, sure. it was it was i do feel that it was you know i mean everybody deserves it that's up but i mean that was really a show of of discovering it really was i mean hardly yeah. anyone i don't think anyone the first season except for matthew morrison who had a major broadway career and leah had a mm-hmm. and i mean obviously you were on broadway and so leah was kind of in the same situation as you really
1: mm. so
3: i'd say matthew morrison was the only Person wasn't he that had any kind of major credits?
0: Yeah, ish. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I feel like this was really all of our, you know, big break. Oh yeah, break, yeah. Obviously. for sure. Yeah, for Matt. Sure. Matt had done, I think, Hairspray at the time, and maybe South. What was it South Pacific and or Light in the Piazza? Yeah, but that was. I mean, even that, you know, is such a different scale of what you know what yeah. we did. So, different world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, this stuff exactly. was.
3: It was really. It was incredible. I was just so proud of it. And all you guys, I mean, every single person cast on that, I was so proud of and loved. Yeah. Very, I mean, it was just, it was an incredible show. It was, and I know that it, you know, there's all the trashing of it at certain points, but that basically happens to any show, but especially a show that is so, um, uh, you know, big. It was just so big.
2: How did that feel too, from your perspective of, you know, you cast the pilot, we do the first 13 and nobody's really seen anything. Then all of a sudden it does become this phenomenon. Yeah. You're now on TV yourself. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Like what, I mean, the, inf. like, how did your, I guess, professional life besides the Glee Project, like what was that? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I
3: got, um, I began to get, you know, um, uh, in which people still do to this day. Um people buying me, you know, which they'd never done before, you know, where they pay money and it goes to a charity and mm-hmm. we have lunch and stuff like that. That whole thing happened started happening, which had never happened. Um I started getting, you know, fan mail and a lot of people reaching out, um, a lot of kids reaching out like in need and and um uh so I would be on to the Trevor project and all that stuff that I'd never been um associated with you know i just never um because casting directors were always kind of in the background and i got when i was on the glee project i have to say that the casting community was so wonderful to me because they were happy that i was representing it well because the only insight to cast directors at that point on tv had been kind of a lot of snarky and, and i'm just i'm just not i mean it's just not my not my personality you know um so, um, it was wonderful. I mean, there was nothing negative. about It was wonderful. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, it was like, I was talking to Alex Newman the other day and we're like, oh my gosh, that all, all that time during Glee, when there'd be like, there's a party this week, there's a party next
0: week. <laughs> we were I a lot remember, to celebrate. Queen and King. That had never
3: happened in the cast <laughs> community for me, at least. Mm. Um, I remember speaking of, we, um, I would always kind of have to sneak my way into like the SAG awards or any of those kind of things and manipulate it and, and the year I was on the Glee project, I got a call, and they said. "Um, What time do you want the car to come get you I said, what do you mean the car to come get me and they said well you know to go to the SAG awards I said. No one's ever called, and they said your talent under that same word, and I'm like, well, that's fun, and, <laughs> and then I was seated between Jane and Corey.
0: <laughs> and that's,
3: that's the night that I was like.
0: Hmm. I've, made <laughs> I've
3: made it I've made it in the world of casting
0: <laughs>
2: I mean if anyone deserves to be at the SAG Awards it's you, yeah. you know? it's, it's like no one in that room is in that room without casting directors
0: that's right I gotta but say the SAG Awards fun. is the best one because it is oh. your, your peers and, and everybody understands why they're there and you know it's just so. The most I remember,
3: fun. I remember at the SAG Awards I think the first year did you guys win the first year didn't you yeah yeah and so I was kind of on the peripheral, whatever, but I, I was talking to Diana, and it seems like a bunch of you were around. And Meryl Streep walked up. Yes,
2: and I, I and she said
3: thing. to them, and Diana whoop, handed me yep. the thing to hold for a picture. She said, Can I have my picture taken with you guys to that to you guys, yes. there? And I'm like, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: that was very surreal, like holding yeah. holding our 13-pound marble men with like you, yeah. know, you had like Merrill and then oh. like Gabby Sidava was there. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. like, what is this life we that live? Crazy. <laughs> really crazy, crazy. really wonderful. Um yeah. what was your favorite role to cast? Do you have one?
3: No, and this is not me BSing. I I really loved every single role and was happy and proud of all of you in every role. That is the truth. Mm. The most difficult roles were um Finn and uh Mercedes for sure Mm.
1: um
3: yeah they were for sure because because you know Ryan really wanted um Finn to be like this believable high school jock you know and you have to sing great and we had flown people out from New York we had so many auditions and one night it was like two in the morning I was in my office and Alex was out there and she was going through tapes and she said Robert come see this guy she said, he kind of looks like, she it reminded her of Ben Affleck, but I went out and watched him and he was drumming on this Tupperware. <laughs> yep, and he I didn't sing. That. And I'm like, well, he's amazing, but he didn't sing. <laughs> so um, so we called and he went back on tape and, and then drove himself out here. And that all, and was, you know, not in time to even um, get his visa. Yeah, so that was crazy. So that was fun. And then Amber was also crazy because we had flown people in from all over and we, they were just ready to hire somebody who was not a singer. She was a a rapper and she was great and fun and a wonderful actress. And, and, but Ryan kept saying, I really want that voice. And my friend at the time, his girlfriend was either Amber's roommate or sang with Amber. Mm -hmm in church or something yeah he said, so he said you can see this and so i said okay and so she came to my office sat across from me and she told this story um we won this um my business partners and i won this thing called the artyos which is like a mm-hmm. lifetime achievement thing i'll have to send you guys this ceremony because you guys are in the video in the clips and stuff um but anyway so um uh amber told the story there so i'm saying what you know she said that she came in and, and um, she didn't even have a picture. She, we had to print it off of, I think my space off of the computer. And, and um, and she's saying something. And I was like, you know, I just knew it wasn't the voice that, that Ryan wanted. So I said, you know what, can you sing? Um, what's the name of it? I'm telling you, I'm not going from dream girls. Oh like yeah. Whatever that. Is.
2: And I'm telling you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I'm telling you. And she said, Oh, well, I've never done it, but, and she sang it. And I was like, Oh my God, we have it! And when we took her over, when I took her, I over just
2: got goosebumps.
3: Her, oh, it was—we uh, used to play her audition over <laughs> and over, and it was just like, oh my gosh, she took over to Ryan, and we knew we had it. You wow, know, she was—I was,
2: I never heard that. I've heard the Corey one. I didn't really, and like you know, cut to her winning an Olivier Award for I know, playing and that. that-
3: You've got to listen to everything she said. And then I went on to win the Olivier Award. Yeah.
0: Wow. For that
3: role. I mean, it's so How crazy. Special. It that was is... so good. I don't think that song was in the show or anything at that point. I know it ultimately was. I think I just thought of it because I knew they wanted a big belter. And I was right. trying to think of a big belty song off the top of my head.
0: That's the one. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. That's the one. And
3: that song, uh, the first season of The Glugly Project, Dante or Ryan or somebody chose the 10 audition songs. The next season I was involved. That season, one of the audition songs was that song, which I used to love. Oh, but, oh And you'd have to wait kind of to the end yes, to really see that singing. And it was so long. <laughs> we couldn't fast forward on MySpace. <laughs> it was, oh, it excruciating.
0: Yeah, I remember those college auditions. They'd be like, these are the songs you don't sing in an audition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The no-nos.
2: But see, that's yeah. the beauty of being, I think, a great casting director. It's giving people the opportunity that you think can rise to the occasion. Sometimes they don't, but mm-hmm. Amber did. You just oh, happened yes.
3: to... And, she, and then they found out later, coincidentally, that she'd worked for Ryan mm-hmm. as a right. little girl. Right? Yeah, it's so crazy. And probably... she had
0: auditioned for American Idol, which everybody was asking yeah. her, like, I can't believe you got turned away.
3: And she's like, you guys, I know. it wasn't that big of a deal.
2: And now she's the first person to win Dancing yes, with the, the Stars, stars and, Mass and Singer. Nelson. I know, isn't
3: that so... <laughs> i said that to kim last night she's, said, is so um, she's just the greatest no I mean, truly
0: we are yeah. like honored to walk in her presence now yeah <laughs> she, is, she is great truly she is. let's talk about something we can all relate to Hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of her day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness. So I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes. And my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
2: We're very lucky that you put the exact group together that you did. Yeah, yeah. We all love have been obsessed with each other since, you know, the, the moment we, we all met. So No,
3: it's wonderful. And so, you know, I, I yeah, it's just one. it was like that lightning in a bottle. And,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I have to give Ryan all the credit because Ryan, like I said, was always open. There was never anybody too outside of the box for Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, there just wasn't. I mean, he, he was just open to anything. And, um, it was amazing. I mean, I, every New Year's Eve, I write him and just say, thank you for my career. Oh, yeah. that's it's so just, nice. You don't have to respond. It's just, I want you to know that, yeah, that, I, you know, he's been, he's been amazing to me.
0: Wow.
2: I mean, wow. and, it, and it also, you know, it, it takes, like uh, uh, someone I think at the head, like him having an open mind and then someone like you also being able to have an open mind and, search it out and find the the magic. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: Robert, we are indebted to you and also yes, grateful that you've forever. come on the show and, and shared. Uh, I'm sure everybody loved to hear these kind of BTS stories. So thank you so much. And it's well, just, I'll, uh, I'll
3: have something for both of you soon. I'm starting. We'd, a new show and...
0: we'd love that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Kevin and I really like to work together as well. Just so you know, yeah,
2: <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> If you need, like, dead body number two and
3: three, we we're, can do that. We're your
0: men and women. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we really appreciate it, and we we love seeing you and, and chatting so with you. Me. And thank you so thank much.
3: You. Good. talk to. you. Thank you for having me. It means so much. Oh, talk thank to you, later. Robert. Bye. That was good.
2: Yeah. I think as, like, a selfish actor, I think you can't hear too much from a casting perspective.
0: It's true. And he's one of the nicest ones. He's one of the nicest
2: people, <laughs> and- Um, you don't like, when you go into a room, like I said, you are so focused on, and like he said, the choice you're making, like you have to make this choice. Do I know the tone of the project I'm going in for? I have to, if it's a show that's not on or a movie that's not on, you just have to sort of make a decision and roll with it. And, you know, it's, it feels like life or death almost every time you go in that room because you want a job you desperately want to be able to work and show your abilities and then you have somebody who is the decider of your future you know sitting on the other side of the table or now it's the person you don't see receiving your tape and so it's nice to hear that people care that much and that people are putting in the effort to understand and see the best in you when you go in there so thank you robert for coming on it was a delight to hear from you and i hope people you know have learned a lot i sure did
0: yeah and uh thanks for listening to another episode and we'll see you next week and that's what you really missed <laughs> <laughs> bye bye bye
2: thanks for listening and follow us on instagram at and that's what you really miss pod make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars see you next time with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere